Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Client Experience Revolution. I am your host, Raya Gonzalez. And today I have the pleasure of introducing Melina Palmer of the Brainy Business Podcast to our show today. Welcome, Melina. Thanks so much for having me. So I'm just going to let people know a little bit about you. And then I want to have to dive right into behavioral economics, which is your specialty. So Melina is the host of the Brainy Business Podcast. She's dedicated her career to seeking answers regarding behavioral economics for herself and her clients. She uses behavioral economics to help companies and entrepreneurs understand the psychology of why people buy, unlocking the secrets of small changes that make a big difference. The result is messaging, branding, advertisements, pricing, and products that are more brain friendly, meaning more leads, conversions, and revenue. Welcome again, Melina. Absolutely. Thanks. So Melina, let's start with behavioral economics. I think it's fascinating, the whole topic, but for those who don't know what it is, can you give us a little overview? Absolutely. Essentially, behavioral economics sounds really boring, and I know that, but it's not. (laughs) It's super exciting. My background, my undergraduate degree is in marketing and branding. And when I started that work, actually, when I did my undergraduate, I remember there was this one course that had to do with just in one little section was talking about the psychology behind buying behavior, why people do the things they do, buy the things they buy. And I was just totally hooked. And it took some time for the field to emerge. But essentially, the problem with traditional economics is that it assumes logical people making rational choices. And that's not the world that we live in. And so what you get is a lot of models that don't accurately predict behavior. It's what people should do if they were completely logical beings. And so over time, economists and psychologists started working together or entering into one another's fields to try to find these themes within the brain, the way it actually works, the way people actually make decisions and using that to more accurately predict behavior. And so that is where behavioral economics has come in. And what I do is work with my clients and through my podcast and public speaking, helping people to understand how the brain decision making, how you can properly speak to the brain, because even though it's not logical, it's very, very predictable. So I help people to speak properly to what's going to get the brain to take the action that you want it to take. I love that. So tell me a little bit. I know you and I, before the podcast started, we were talking a little bit about brand loyalty. So if you were to speak to the brain and try to convince it to be loyal to your brand, what are some of the things that people would need to do in order to engage with their audience in that way? The biggest item that has an impact on loyalty. And the reason you want loyal customers is because they're more profitable for any business. So it costs a lot more money to bring in new people than to get business from somebody else. But also those people who are really, truly loyal to you, they are talking about you with other people. That word of mouth makes a big difference and they're buying more products and services and adding on and they just kind of gush about you, especially now in our social media world. The way that most companies try to to evaluate if people are loyal to them is by using a customer satisfaction survey or some other version of being satisfied. And the problem is that satisfaction does not drive loyalty and increases in satisfaction aren't going to increase the amount of loyalty that someone feels to you. So it's not going to be increasing that profitability of what you're looking for. And what studies have found is the reason that doesn't work is because there's an expectation. So satisfaction requires that I know what's coming and 
and you met my expectation or you didn't, so I'm satisfied or not. When you add in this surprise factor to where you get a little thing that you didn't expect, and it doesn't have to be some big gift or something that's coming out, but anything that's unexpected can generate delight. And that is where you get the emotional tie-in with the brain and you can really drive loyalty and profitability. I love that. That's definitely in the core tenets of my business itself with client experience consulting. And I'm always telling business owners that it is not about giving gifts in the sense of like giving branded items or tchotchke, as I like to call it, to your clients, it's really about thinking about what they want, and even what they don't know that they want, and doing something that will surprise them and touch their heart. And so that could be something that is very simple, like a phone call. And that could be something as detailed as something very personalized or customized. And an example that I would love to get your feedback on is Gary Vaynerchuk just sent, I'm on his little text thread or whatever, and he sent a text out saying this week, just call a client and tell him thank you. And I was like, what a great idea. I'm going to do that right now. And I called my client and I said, hey, she's my first client that I had and she's still a client of mine. And I said, hey, I'm calling you just to say I wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for you. And there's no special reason for this call. I just really care about you and I appreciate you. And I just thank you for your, you know, your belief in me as a business person and your you know, continued support. And I thought, you know, like, why didn't I think of that myself? (laughs) But you have to kind of go with where you're prompted. But what are your thoughts on that? Yes, to all of that. I mean, that's such a great thing. And as you were speaking it, and I'm sure the audience listening has this opinion, you hear that and you can't help but think, wow, I wish somebody would call and say that to me, that there's no version of hearing those words where you think, ugh, okay, right? You're not going to think or you would ever expect someone to do that, even if you feel they know that they're your first client or whatever it happens to be. You just don't expect people to take that extra step. And actually, in one of the studies, I did an episode of my podcast on surprise and delight. And one of the studies I referenced in that was talking about how the most common thing that people said that made them feel the delight. We automatically, our brains as the giver, you feel like you have to give this, like you said, whether it's a tchotchke or a gift that comes in the mail or whatever it is. But the most commonly cited thing that made people feel delighted was somebody just having some genuine courtesy toward them and going above and beyond to help them in like a customer service situation. And if you can think of any of the times where you've been through situation where, you know, your flight was delayed or whatever it was and you called in and the person was just so overly kind to you, it feels so different and it's unexpected. And like you said, taking the time to just out of the blue call and say, you matter to me is hugely beneficial to business. And especially these days where we do so much over email and whatnot, taking that extra step to actually connect with someone when you're not asking for anything, you're just saying it, you're not expecting them to go do anything in return. It's truly just because you wanted to tell them you were thinking about them. That's a really great example and bravo to you. 
thanks. And bravo to Gary Vaynerchuk for giving me the idea. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm always interested in, in hearing like what's working for other people. And maybe I'm a little old school. And I know people will always tell me like, I don't have time for your ideas because I'm very into the handwritten notes or the, I mean, really a phone call doesn't take that long, but it makes such an impact. I could say that some of the best customer service experiences or impressions that have been made on me have been from somebody just actually picking up the phone and you're going to get the voicemail, right? But just say something, you know, is meaningful and it requires nothing really out of, you know, your time. But I think it's a lost art in this day and age sometimes. Absolutely. And I would say even it's people who listen to a lot of podcasts or are trying to break through. I'm sure there are some of your listeners who have coaches or people that they wish they could be connected with. So if you look at this on the other side, it's not just about surprising and delight to people that are working with you already, but somebody who you want to connect with. If you're taking the time to comment on their posts on social media or you're sending them an email that's just a very genuine, hey, I really loved this episode. It helped me do X, Y, and Z. Thank you for what you've done. I get those sorts of emails or comments and it's just, you know, overflowing heart gush, right? (laughs) And when, you know, people will share one of my episodes or something, it stands out to me and I will remember them in the future in a way that you don't just from a like or something along those lines. I think the stats say that if for every hundred people that see a post on on social media, they say 10 will like it and only one will comment. And so if you're looking to stand out, just take some time to comment and be kind. Say the nice thing that you thought. Take two extra seconds to do that. And it can absolutely uplevel your social game like you would not believe. You know, that's funny that you say that because it's something that I've really been trying to incorporate more is, well, I got on the Twitters lately. I've never been on Twitter really before. It's not been one of my (laughs) social platforms that I've been I'm very proficient at, but now I'm like addicted to it, you know, following all these people that I really admire and getting engaged with people that I would never think that I would be able to actually connect with. Like I would love to someday meet and shake the hands of Mel Robbins. I would never wash my hand again. I think, you know, even Mel Robbins, even Gary Vaynerchuk, even all these people who are influencers, they're there because we interact with their posts. And so I think I'm trying to do that on a smaller scale, but also for the people that I am really interested in and do it meaningfully, not just like, hey, good post or hey, you know, like actually put some thought into saying like, this is why this really resonated with me. And same, like if some Somebody actually engages with something on my social media that is not within my inner circle of family. I'm just like tickled, you know what I mean? Because it just means that there's value in what I'm saying and there's that people see that. And so, you know, not just all about me, but I think all of us that are in the podcast world are putting ourselves out there. We're trying to do so in a way that helps other people. And so when people engage, it says, hey, you're making a difference. And that can be pretty incredible. I didn't even think about that. Actually, that's a really cool example of surprise and delight when you engage with people on that social media platform. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to flip it around and sort of see what it could be like on the other side in any of these examples, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so brand loyalty, I I mean, you know, that's my jam. That's where I'm at with really the surprise and the delight. I'm always talking about re-engagement and how to bring people back. And then also, I do also like to talk about the cost of existing client versus a new client. But when we're talking about newer clients, 
give us a little background about what are some of the things that we can do when we are out in social media and the ways that we really connect with the brainwaves of the people that are our target audience, as well as I'd love to dive into a little bit of the pricing element. So once we've grabbed that lead, you know, how can we be presenting ourselves in a stable way and pricing our packages in a way that seems reasonable and resonates with our target audience? So the first piece being how to attract people to you. And this does tie in with the pricing. So I have a ton of work that I do with my clients one-on-one as well as, and I know that you know this, but I've recently launched a course uh, helping people to set up their own brainy pricing. But essentially the thing about pricing, my episode of the podcast is called The Truth About Pricing. And the truth is that pricing is never about price. Getting someone to buy from you, encouraging people to interact with you, and then any of those actions, whether it's clicking on an advertisement, hitting like, it's all the same stuff you're trying to trigger inside of the brain and getting them to take some sort of an action, whether it's buying a $10,000 consulting package or it's clicking like. It's really the same process of stuff that's happening inside of the brain. And it's still all the things that you should be doing really go hand in hand. And a big concept that ties in with this is one that's called priming. And so this is the stuff that you're putting out. This is that social engagement, talking with people, uh, being of service or whatnot as you're engaging in the world, being a thought leader, creating things that you're putting out to show the benefit of what you provide and having people do testimonials for you. That's all priming people to see what you are and what you're about and why they would want to do business with you. A really crazy study on priming. So our brains make these associations as far as something that has happened just before a conversation or an interaction really influences the decision that the brain is going to make. So in this study, they had people that were going in, they were going to be part of this research group, but on their way into the building, they happened to bump into somebody outside who had just stacks of papers and stuff. And when they bumped, you know, they dropped a bunch of things. And so they said, oh, can you hold this for just a second while they picked up their papers? Half the group was handed an iced coffee to hold on to, and the other half was handed a hot coffee to hold on to. And they didn't know it had anything to do with the study. They go in, they fill out their you know, questionnaire. So then the work they were doing was evaluating, reading a story, an explanation of a person and their personality and ranking and saying what they thought about this person. The people who held that iced coffee just a few minutes before they went into this completely unrelated task were much more likely to rate the person they read about as being cold and difficult and distant than the people who held the hot coffee, which is bananas and makes no sense. That's so weird. (laughs) And also in a different study they had where people were asked to cooperate in a room. In one of the rooms, they had a backpack on the table and in the others, they had a briefcase and the people in the backpack room were much more cooperative than the people in the briefcase room. And most of them would say they never even saw or noticed that there was a bag of any kind on the table or whatever was happening in that situation. So our brains are making these associations and picking up on cues all the time. So the imagery you put on your website, what you say in a personal post, how you interact with people at a networking event, all of these things come together to form the impression someone has of you far before they're even being asked to buy something from you. That's crazy sauce, I tell you. (laughs) I know, especially that cold and hot 
situation that somebody would like automatically make that association based off of something that they were holding in their hand a few minutes before. That's so funny. I know. Our brains are weird in many, many ways. My main sort of like signature talk that I do is called consumers are weird. And this is <laughs> this is why. <laughs> that is true. They really are weird. Yes. But we love them. That's how we're in business. And it's all about, you know, the what, matching our weirdness with their weirdness in the intersection of business. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have a course coming up and you mentioned that. Yeah. So it's all about setting up a brainy pricing strategy in your business. And I work with a lot of clients with this in one-on-one and that helped me to develop this 10 module course. And so the very last thing, like I said, the truth about pricing, it's not about price. So the very, very, very last thing you do is actually set the prices, the modules through the course, it's working through priming and framing and other concepts like relativity and anchoring and adjustment that we didn't get to talk about today. But all these other concepts, I also have a module on mindset, which is foundational in all of my courses to help you be in the right state of brain to be able to move forward. And so all of those come together to help you understand how to set up the strategy behind your pricing. There's also a module on how you think about discounts. There's information about how to raise your prices. It, you know, Often people will be doing that at the beginning of the year and you need to have some lead time for that. So the course is going live September 9th, which is a little bit after we have launched here. And it does have an option. Anybody who buys in for the course, you have the opportunity to sign up for a virtual workshop, which is a half day workshop, and you get a 30 minute session that's dedicated directly to you where I'll answer your questions. Because I've seen far too many people take a course and just get hung up where there's that one thing that keeps you from really implementing everything. And I don't want that for anybody that's taking my courses. I want you to actually do it and see the benefit, especially for pricing, because it's just so important for businesses. So yeah, the course is on sale now on my website at thebrainybusiness.com slash courses. And I do have some discount codes for your listeners that we have Yay, I know we have $100 off the bundle with the workshop and $50 off for anybody who wants to do the course on its own. So those will be available, I believe, in the show notes. And then I think you said you have a brainy bonus. I do. We do have. And so that mindset module that I was talking about, like I said, mindset is so critical to any aspect of business and understanding how behavioral economics impacts your mindset is just so important. I can't even get into it. So that module I have available for free for any of your listeners that want to go and get that downloaded. And you can get the video and there'll be worksheets included and all of that. So you can go check that out and test what it would be like to go through, you know, one of the modules in a course like this. I love that. And those will be available in the show notes. And I'm so grateful to you for that. So before we go, I wanted to ask you two questions. So the first question that I wanted to ask you would be if you had any advice specifically for our listeners on anything, it could be, you know, but if you had any advice that you'd like to share with them specifically, most, you know, advice I give all the time is just this everything matters. And so to really be thoughtful, that's I end every episode of my podcast by saying be thoughtful. That's my email signature and everything. And so just really being aware of how all these things can be interacting and taking a little bit of time at the beginning to think through all the ripples and everything that can be coming out of decisions that you're making is really, really important. And knowing that those small changes can make a really big difference. So one 
one tiny tweak could be the difference between a successful launch and a not so successful launch and understanding those rules of the brain, those tiny tweaks can make a really big difference. Yeah, that's so true. And then what would you say is the best advice that you've ever been given? When I was just out of college, I got a job at an advertising and PR agency. And so I was, you know, 21 years old or or whatnot. I remember they were charging where my rate was up to, you know, $85 an hour or something, which felt astronomical as a just out of college person. And I remember the receptionist who also did accounts payable at the agency had said to me, which remember as being unprompted, but she just had said, you know, Melina, you need to remember that you are worth every single penny of your billable rate. Someone chose that for a reason and you need to charge what's there and not feel bad about it. And that is so true when it comes to that mindset around pricing and knowing that you don't need to discount your worth what's there. You deserve to be compensated for the value you're putting out into the world. And that's a really important piece of setting prices in general. So that was my pivotal moment. I love that. I love that. And look at how it's come full circle for you because now you're educating and helping other people do the same thing. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Melina. And thank you for all the goodies. I feel like we got swag today. So absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. So tell us where we can find you. And I know we'll definitely be putting all your links for social media and whatnot, but where's the best place to connect with you? So you can always go through the website, thebrainybusiness.com and you can send an email there, but I'm on the socials all the time. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram as the brainy biz, B-I-Z. Love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much again for coming. And this has been episode six of the client experience revolution. And thank you very much.